You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And welcome to the All In Podcast. Podcast brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. And we are going to be talking about the dental industry today. At least we're going to be talking with a dentist today, better yet, a periodontist. And I'm actually really excited to have him here because we were talking about getting him on the podcast months ago and I kind of dropped the ball. Uh, the podcast kind of slowed down a little bit, but we're back. We're back in full force now and really excited to have this periodontist on. He's, uh, he's actually lectured at DIA before. He's one half of the surgical influence team and uh, one of the first ever contestants on your parody and also... One of the first ever losers under parody, Dr. Israel Putterman. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, buddy? I am very good. How are you? Great, man. Good to have you. We don't usually do these on Sundays, but you know what? For you, I'll make an exception. Can I say that? I actually, actually want to apologize because I kind of like threw this together last second like I usually do. So sorry about that. <laughs> well, I would say that I'm doing this from church, but uh, I'm not. No, it's like 1 p.m. I'm sure you were there. You know, from 6 a.m. to just now, you just got home. So I appreciate of course, that. Of course. Yeah, me too. Like, me too. Totally did that. Like all good Jewish boys do. Yeah. Well, there you go. I actually was fixing my mailbox because my mother-in-law just backed into it. We let her borrow the car and that might be the last time we ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there watching it and she was like, she's trying. She, I guess she didn't think I saw it. And then she called my wife. She's like, don't tell Shane. Don't tell Shane. She's like, he's watching you do it right now, mom. <laughs> no need to tell him. He sees it yeah. all. Yeah, exactly, man. So, but what's been going on with you, brother? Are you back in full force in practice now? And by the way, why don't you kind of jumping into it, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit about where you practice, kind of a little bit about your background and, and what you got going on right now? All right. Sounds good. So I uh, practice in uh, a little town called Chevy Chase, Maryland. No relation to the actor, hmm. but yeah, uh, unfortunately, but <laughs> Apparently, he was a historical figure from a couple hundred years ago, or maybe more. And Yeah, I've uh, seen all the Christmas vacation movies and stuff like that. So. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> and believe it or not, there is a Steve Guttenberg, who's an oral surgeon in town too, so it's kind of creepy. Nice. Though. Uh, Chevy Chase and Steve Guttenberg are close by. Just recycling all those names. I know. So And aging myself probably too. A little bit, a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's a suburb of D.C. It's a, a very small little suburb. It touches D.C., but it's a, it's a it's an interesting spot. It's a place where a lot of um, a lot of interesting characters live. Um, you know, some like Supreme Court justices and news people, uh, people that you see. Like I remember, there was one time a couple of years ago where I'm watching CNN, and all of a sudden. Um, my neighbor popped up on TV being interviewed. I was like, literally, that's my next door neighbor. I never knew that she had such an important job, but there she is being interviewed by Wolf Blitzer, who was also- About what? Uh, you know, some political thing, who knows? Not about the creepy neighbor right now, <laughs> right? No, that would have been funny. <laughs> um, so it, it's, uh, you know, all of DC is kind of like that. And um, uh, so I moved here- approximately 12 years ago when I graduated from residency and I moved here from California. I did my, my residency, my specialty training out in California at Loma Linda University. And, um, 
I did two residencies. I did a residency in implant dentistry, a residency in perio. And uh, before that, and I guess I'm going backwards, but before that, I went to BU for dental school. Nice. And uh, before that, I grew up in uh, Montreal, Canada. You grew up in Canada? You're Canadian? I, I see. I am. You were wondering why I'm so I had pregnant. known that. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, you know, we had Aptacar on here. We had Phil Walton on here. You know, never heard of that on there, those guys. Yeah, I know. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, but if I had known that, you wouldn't be on the podcast now. So you're lucky <laughs> I'm not hitting the stop record button. No, I'm just kidding. We like our Canadian friends. So why, why did you move to the U.S.? Uh, I moved to the U.S. because Canada wouldn't let me become a dentist. Um, <laughs> why is that? <laughs> I, uh, I applied to dental school in Canada and didn't get in. And uh, it's a lot more competitive there. So, and I'm not as smart as uh, Alan or Phil. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I said, yeah. you know what? I'll expand. I'll go try the U.S. And I got into a bunch of schools in the U.S. I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to the U.S. You just passively kind of insulted all all day. <laughs> right and yeah, I'm like, so happy did. about that, to be honest with you. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, all right. I actually want to... Talk a little bit real quick. You were one of the first contestants on Japarity. You, David Wong, and Phil Walton. And Phil- Yeah, we were the first group, right? Yeah, Phil was highly inebriated and and still beat the socks off of you and David Wong. Um, Truth. How did that feel? How did that feel losing it so felt, badly? It felt awesome. It really it felt did. awesome. Yeah. Was that because you were warm and fuzzy? Because you had, I'll be honest, man, you were on some of our, uh, we had some like happy hours at the beginning of COVID, uh, you know, with a lot of different dentists and all that. And you always had a ton of bottles behind you, right? Like really fancy looking ones. And I just drink the cheap stuff, right? Mm. Uh, so what's your favorite kind of booze? Um, I, I, I am uh, red wine and bourbon. Red wine and bourbon. So yeah, not together. I don't mix them. alcohol people. I don't mix them together though. You got your winos and you got your bourbon folks who, who know, you know, just buy bourbon bottles, but I'll give you credit. Most of the people just buy them and I never see them drink them. I see you drinking it. So congratulations oh, yeah. there, man. Yeah. There's nothing that's being saved that's unopened. And everybody knows whoever comes over to my house, uh, we'll, we'll open up the good stuff. There's there's no hoarding. See, I don't know that much about bourbon. So what is the good stuff? Um, I mean, there's the really good stuff and then there's other lots of good stuff. But uh, people come over and and yeah, I'll I'll let them have some pappy and uh, a lot of... Uh, single barrel willets and those those are kind of my favorites but yeah a lot nice. of good stuff yeah nice red wine what yeah. should i try what, to, what, what should you try well what yeah, do you like i don't know i don't drink that much wine i just kind of drink whatever's put in front of me i'm not, <laughs> I'm not very classy i don't know if you know me that well uh <laughs> whatever's in front of me i'll usually just drink so for a novice like me give me a name or, or a type of wine that i should probably you know Give a go. Oof. I mean, do do you like red? Do you like white? Do you like sweet? Do you like? I'm sweet? I'm kind of I'm kind of sweet. My mom tells me I'm sweet. Yeah, she's lying. Yeah, I know. But uh, she also tells me I'm special too. So. <laughs> she's, she's right on that one. <laughs> so what's a good sweet wine? I, I you know a good sweet wine that I don't know. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> All right, I tend, give me a good I red one. Like Syrahs. <laughs> I tend to like Syrahs. I like a lot of. Uh, a lot of blends, and you you don't have to spend a ton on these blends. Obviously, they're big fancy ones that you have to spend a lot on. But you know, for for fifty bucks, you get there's there's a decently cheapish one, like fifty bucks, sixty bucks maybe. Uh, Leviathan, I've always liked that one. Leviathan, Leviathan, yeah. 
I like the name. Good winemaker. Right. Uh, let's go. Let's like go that. in like the. All right. At Walmart, what would you choose? I need at under Walmart. $20 here now. You Come know, uh, two buck Chuck has always been good. But always not at Walmart. I hear if you buy it by the box, it's usually classier and fancier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, for sure. The little spout on the end is perfect. Yeah. No, it's, it, it absolutely is. And that, if it comes in a box, it's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, you know, one thing I've kind of a like, one thing I want to get into now is we have a lot of people who want to be KOLs and stuff like that. that listen to the podcast. We have a lot of the sales side or the industry side who work with a lot of the KOLs. Um, but one thing I've noticed is that things have kind of flipped. And and if you ask people in the industry who are kind of in the know, they look at you and, and your surgical influence partner, Matthew Fine, as being kind of the example of, as opposed to coming, the course is coming to you and say, we need a course and this are the, excuse me, the uh, like implant companies or, or bone grafting companies or whatever, right? Sponsors come and say, we have a course, we want you to teach it and here's what we're going to do and leading the way. It's kind of flipped in the sense as you kind of have a big following through Instagram and other mediums and you decided to do courses. How did that work? And, and how is that different from like, let's say 15, 20 years ago when it was like, you really had to be know somebody to get in, uh, have a massive following somehow, which is really difficult to do. Um, but how did you and Matt meet and how did you guys kind of create these courses that you sell out every single one immediately? So I like to say that we both swiped right or swipe left or <laughs> I don't know which one it is really, but um, no, we had honestly, to call I rate for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think it's uh, pretty cool and probably uh, credit to you uh, as a marketer, knowing that, yeah, we, we did kind of flip the switch here and um, most people don't look at it like that or recognize that. And to be honest, we didn't recognize it as we were starting up. We only recognized it afterwards, say, holy shit, look, look what we've done. We, we have flipped the switch. And that's a lot of reason why we uh, have become uh, successful is because of that. We really took the reins on it on our own and didn't allow others to tell us what to teach and what topics and which products to push and all of that. We really, you know, it, it started off with both of us and, you know, all the perio community and general dentists and endodontists and oral surgeons and everybody communicates offline uh, via Instagram. Sure. And we, we started doing it probably about three years ago or so uh, in the stone ages of Instagram. And, <laughs> um, you know, we were just kind of noticing that we're getting a lot of the same questions. People asking us, oh, why'd you choose that membrane? Or how'd you do this? Or why'd you make your incision there? Or what type of implant do you like? Or here's my case. What do you recommend? And we're all like, we're both literally overwhelmed going, holy crap, like we can't answer all these questions. Wouldn't it be cool if we just put on a course to answer the stuff? Mm -hmm. So we, we, uh, we did that. He put on his first course uh, as a sort of test. And I think he got like seven people to sign up and he was ecstatic and we were both ecstatic by that. And about like three months later, we put on a course together and it sold out in a week and we were really happy with that. We couldn't believe that 20. Wait, wait, how many, how many people were at that one? Yeah, like 20. So you, like you're worth double the attendance that Matt is, right? Oh yeah. yeah. You only had seven, you almost had 14. So right. obviously, right? <laughs> right, right, right. We know who the draw is here. Exactly. In your face, fine. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
so we we got 20 people and it sold out after a week or so and and honestly we were we we're thrilled with it and then we put on more over the next few months and eventually you know it was like three days sell out and then a day sell out and then you know a couple hours and i think the last two were literally like five or six minutes yeah and it, it was nuts but well i had some of my buddies be like can you call israel and matt and see if you can get me in i'm like they don't give it <laughs> like what yeah. they're sold out bro like they're yeah. not gonna give me a spot yeah no and, and it's true because we literally we have so many people saying hey can you just hold a spot for me at the next one and we're like listen like we, we just can't because it's not we like we love you whoever you are asking but we have like two dozen people asking just like you and we can't say yes to everybody and we purpose like we could easily go to a 50 person course or a hundred person course or something like that it just wouldn't have the same appeal though and the same you know one-on-one time actually that's exactly it. And we literally, we took like three go rounds till we finally went to 25 people from 20. And we debated that a lot. And we're like, you know sure. what? Like, we've got to start to knock some people off this waiting list. That's like 200 people long. And so we went to 25. But we're so, like, by the way, that's kind of nuts, right? From somebody who's put on a lot of courses and things like that, to have a 200 person waiting list so that you know, like, whenever I put this on, it's done. That's the hardest part of it is, well, that's one half of the hardest part from a distribution and marketing standpoint, right? right. Like it's hard. <laughs> it's just filling up the courses with so many out there. But so what what makes you guys so different from other like say GBR courses to, to be able to do that? Because there's a lot of work selling courses and, and promoting courses. Um, I don't know what makes us different. I think what makes, you know, if I could think of anything, it's that number one, we're approachable and we're just regular guys who just do it day in, day out. Uh, we're not big podium speakers who, you know, have our one case that we're showing a hundred times over again because the other nine cases uh, didn't turn out so well. So then you keep seeing this case over and over again. And, you know, we know those, um, that happens a lot, even though Matt and I tend to show you know, a lot of good cases that, that do represent something well, and we'll show it over and over again. But we, we, we've been through everything. We're, we're regular dentists. We're regular guys. You can always DM us. You can always approach us. Big thing that people say at the chorus is just how personable we are and how open we are and sharing our, our secrets, sharing our little tips and tricks. Um, we always have periodontists and oral surgeons at the course and we just get, did our last one literally last weekend. And at the end of the course, like one of the periodontists, who's a, a really talented guy, he came up to me. He's like, listen, like the fact that you showed that case that you messed up big on. And I did. I showed a case that I messed up bit on, big on. He's like, that, that's incredible. Like you would never see that at other courses. And yeah, uh, that's very true. That's one of the most important things is show mistakes and then how to fix your own mistakes. Right. I was actually yeah. talking to uh Curry Levitt about that. He says, I make so many mistakes. I'm really good at fixing them all because I've <laughs> had to over the years. You, you know, that's exactly it. And Curry's another guy who is just completely, completely open like that. And it's, a, it's really cool to see, but not everybody is. And, um, I mean, we would, you agree, our- would you agree that's kind of the new model though? Because like, bef- like with you guys, and this is the feel I get and from other people talking about it, it's it's like peer-to-peer teaching. And you're talking about the yeah. stuff you do every single day, and that's the type of course you teach as opposed to the random like crazy-ass case, right, that, that makes you look like a star. But it's just one case that you keep exactly. showing. In the past, it used to be like you look up 
up above to this master of whatever. Right. And, and it was almost like talking down to you and hoping to get their attention. But the script has flipped, man. You know, like everybody wants more of the, the peer to peer stuff now. Would you agree with that? Like, is that where the wave is coming now? 100%. Uh, even though I think you just called me Matt, but yes, 100%. I called you Matt, did I? Oh, I don't I'll check that later. No, I don't think so. I would never do that to you. I would never insult you in such a way. And if I did, yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I'll take it. I've been called worse than that. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. It's uh, it's completely flipped, and I think Instagram has really built on that because we DM people all the time, and people get that one on one with an everyday. A clinician. I mean, these cases that I post, it literally could be I did a case yesterday, I'll decide to post it. And same with Matt, same with everybody. These are not the same posts that we're just milking every little ounce out of it. This is case after case after case after case. And sometimes to our discredit, we'll post before even seeing results and everyone's like, oh, well, we need to see two-year results. So like, okay, well, wait two years. In and two I'll years? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be on another platform because Instagram won't be cool anymore. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, so, uh, but no, it really is. It's that one-on-one that's completely switched. People don't want that big podium uh, that they look up to the way that they used to. And uh, I know some of them are kind of kind of hurting, not... I'm not saying that we're better than them by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying that that it's good that they. It's just a different model. It's just a different model, exactly. Well, and I think with with these times, right? Like, um, it's a better model right now, and that's why I think you see the vendors and the sponsors all looking at ways like, all right, how do we partner with these people? So, for instance, how do you decide who's going to sponsor your courses? How how does that relationship work? I'm not talking about like dollar volumes or anything like that, but what's the communication there, and how is you know, how is that handled? Because before it'd be like, all right, it's either you're going to pay me an honorarium or like, all right, you pay me enough and I'll use your product. Right. Like that just used to be the way. Yeah. Switch products because the, who's ever going to sponsor the most of their courses? How does it work with you guys? Yeah. So, you know, Matt and I are either really bad businessmen or, <laughs> uh, or what, but I guess we're bad businessmen because we really, we don't do that. We go to them and we went to them right at the beginning and we said, hey, remember us? We're that account that we buy a lot of stuff from you guys. We're going to teach others to do things the same way we do. Are you in or are you out? And uh, to their credit, they were all in. And we nice. have not gotten pushback from anybody that we use. So we work with incredible sponsors. And uh, you'll notice it's the same ones over and over again at every course because we teach very predictable um, materials, very predictable uh, techniques and um, people do retain the information and they do use them in their practices. So then it means that the companies want to sponsor the next event. But we tell everybody that at the beginning of the course is that we sought out the sponsors. They didn't seek us out. And of course we get people who want to be in and in on it, but we're like, how do we show, like how do we show cases of other materials where we don't use these other products and we can't just do one surgery and show a case by that using that material and then put it into our course. Like it's not who we are. So sure. we don't do that. But you, all right. So say somebody has a new product out there and they want to be part of your course. I guess the best approach with you would be like, Hey, I've got this product. I'd love you to evaluate it and then go from there because you're yeah. not going to just put it in your course unless it, it just is earth shattering, right? Exactly. You start uh-huh. using it every day. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And there have been new products that have been used, uh, thankfully by, existing sponsors that we have put into our course, things like Fiber Guide or Volumax or things like that, 
that have been really promising and we've put them into our courses, but um, to a great degree, if somebody has a product that wants it on the course, uh, Matt and I have to really evaluate it on the side first in our practice, in our everyday practice, make sure that it's really legit before it'll get in there. There's no question about it. Yeah. And I, that's, I think that's a good way to go. And here's the reason, like for any of you listening that maybe you want to do more lecturing or you want to get started lecturing, use what you use every day Correct. and, and do it this, take this pathway because it is a much more, uh, there's not as much bias there. Um, I think in the past you saw some of the big names flip and flop from course to course simply by where the money was at. And it's hard. It, it, everything's too transparent. And nowadays that's just, everybody knows right away. <laughs> like everybody knows right away. And I think <laughs> it, it's like, it's like a, a scarlet letter in a way. It's like, oh, you don't really, it's like a flip flopper in politics, you know, say whatever you want just to get the most money or get what the, the outcome you want as opposed to this. But from a vendor Not our politicians here, you know, ne- never, no. never, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, from a sponsor perspective, the fact that you guys have all your courses sold, it'd be like, yeah, every single time, because that's the hardest part for sponsors now is getting the reps out there and not being able to talk to the doctors really directly a lot of times it's and true. promoting these courses. So that's such a relief from a vendor perspective, too. Well, that's good to hear. Oh, yeah. Big I time, like dude. Telling you. <laughs> all right. So how did you, had, uh, how did the bromance start with you and Matt? How'd you guys meet? Um, so it was literally, it, it was exactly that where we started to DM each other. And then the first time we actually met was, so we, we did start to plan. I think I even told him he has to come up here and we have to join forces, uh, like have him move up here. Uh, to do before <laughs> Dang, I, dude. I, I remember sitting in a barber shop with my kids and like they were getting haircuts and I was DMing him. I'm like, Hey, ask your wife, you, you got to move up to DC. And, uh, <laughs> before I'd met him before anything. And so I think the first time we'd met was, uh, over at the, when the pictures really matter course in, uh, in New York and long Island at Adamo's office. Nice. And, uh, you know, we just, we, we both, we, we kind of hit it off because I think we, neither of us have an ego. We both have big dreams, but neither of us have an ego. So we have no problem with one of us telling the other, hey, that's an awesome idea, but make this the last time you even mention it because it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And we're like, okay with that. Um, and we're, we're, we're two guys who just throw out a bunch of ideas and some of them stick and some of them don't and, and we're okay. And now we started to even, you know, this whole quarantine thing in COVID has put a monkey wrench into a lot of the uh, events. And so we started to think of other ideas and my God, over the last six months, like the number of conversations we've had about where we should go, what we should do is incredible. And we've, we have started to move in certain directions, more online content and more webinars. And, you know, there's some future things coming up with, uh, where people being able to watch things on demand. Well, and- don't be so cryptic. Tell us everything. Um, all right, <laughs> that you can. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> and we brought uh, we brought Phil into the loop also. Who's oh, uh, no. Uncle Phil Walton? I know. Can you believe? Jeez, oh, Louise, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, you know he he's uh, helping out a ton too because as good as Matt and I are, it's kind of uh, with each other. I mean, it's good to have a third person in the loop too who can trash down both of our ideas. Absolutely. And um, 
So, so we do have a lot of things uh, coming up planned. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not being cryptic, but there, I mean, some of the stuff is still in progress, in process, and even this week there might be something that's announced. So keep eyes, nice and ears. Where where would they find that information? By the way. So there's this little app, this red app on uh, your iPhone called Instagram. Mm -hmm. And if you go there, everybody has their own little page. And uh, I have a page (laughs) and Matt has a page and Phil has a page. And if you uh, look out at Dr. Phil Walton or Philip Mm -hmm. Walton, I think at Dr. Phil Walton. Dr. Phil Walton, yeah. And at Finodontics and at Implants DC, if you follow those accounts, then uh, you're going to get all the information that you need. Plus, mm-hmm. of course, uh, we do uh, have a lot of activity on our website, surgicalinfluence.com. Which, Love that name. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That was my That's idea. I'll nice. take full credit. I'm sure that. it was, actually. I know Matt wasn't that creative. Come on. <laughs> and um, th- we were going to be posting a lot more information there and kind of use that as a hub for some online content. Nice. So I'll be checking that out. So guys, pay attention to that, those pages. Follow whatever this Instagram thing I've never heard of is. Uh, <laughs> but that's a cool place to connect with people I hear. And you can follow those, uh, those handles, Implants DC, right? Yes. Got it. So follow that one. Um, so how long have you and Matt known each other? Um. Well, I guess we met maybe three years ago, and uh, we've been in communication for maybe between three and four years ago. So, but but somebody who's not met in person and asked somebody to move in with him, I mean, I'd say you guys are pretty close then, right? Yeah, honestly, we, we probably speak like four times a week now. Okay, so you know him very well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've gotten to know each other, our families, and all the stuff like that for sure. Well, we're about to find out, buddy, because here's what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, a couple episodes ago, we had Curry Levitt and David Wong on, and we did a little, uh, played the newlywed game, right? Called it the bromance game, though, a little different, to see how well you know your bromance partner. Shit. Uh, Right now, I'm trying to think of his kids' names. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) There's a reason I didn't warn you, buddy. There's a a good reason here. And, And so- uh, he said, all right, what, what do you think the score is? I'm going to ask you 10 of these and how many do you think you'll get right? How many do I think I will get right based on questions on that? You're pretty easy too. Uh, if they're pretty easy, then, uh, you know, I might get two. Two? <laughs> no, I'll, well, let me get, let me get seven. You think you're going to get seven. All right. I'm going to make it easy for you. Okay. I'm going to say if you get five, let's go better than five. So five or more, right? Okay. You're crushing Right. Cause oh, we're nice. dudes. We don't think about stuff like that. Um, especially watching what happened with Wong and Levitt. They, they hardly knew anything. Um, but guys, we don't really care. We don't get offended, but I think we should make this game interesting, right? Sure. If you get, I'll, I'll make you a deal. If you do five or more, right. I'll do something stupid. I'll post a smash an egg in my head, but if you get f- less than five, so if you only get four, Screw that. You got to get, you got to get six and I'll do something five or less. Right. And then you do something. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. But what's my something? Because honestly, smashing a head, an egg on your head, that's no big deal. Oh, oh, been, oh been there, hey, I'm that. up for suggestions here, man. I'm up for <laughs> suggestions. What do you got? What do you want to do? I don't know. I got to think about it then. Well, I got to get help. Can I phone a friend? No, no. Right now, right here. Mm. What do you think we should do? Um, I say, uh, so are we having different things that we'd have to do? Well, I say we do the same thing. Okay. So then, uh, I guess, well, I I like that picture that you sent to me the other day. How about we have to post that on our main page? 
I was gonna post it anyways, but that's fine <laughs> with me. <laughs> no, no, no. But but if you're if you lose then or if I get more than five, then uh, you have to post the picture of yourself in that. All right, all right, that's fair. I okay. like it. I like it. Let me change the questions real quick. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's hear here's here. Let's go. Let's let's rapid fire these sort of. All right. So you gotta get, once he gets six, then I gotta I gotta put an interesting picture of myself. Which, as you guys know, that's no big deal for me. I've got no shame. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, but I honestly, I don't think it's gonna hurt you too bad, Israel. I think you're 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 okay there too. I don't think you get too embarrassed too easily. But we'll find out. All, All right, right. So question number one: What's Matt's birthday? The month and the day. I, you don't have to get the year. Okay. Um... It is uh, October the twenty first. You son of a bee! You <laughs> son of a bee! You got it. It's not really fair. It just happened, but yeah, whatever. Rules are rules. So that's uh, you got one, one for one. That's pretty good. I'm sweating already. I'm good. All right. What are Matt's kids' names? Oh, Just the first I knew, names. I knew you. Yep, yep. This Come is how on. you look like a dick. This is how you look like a dick. Oh, and <laughs> I've got the worst memory in the world. I seriously do. Matt will like tell me something, but like, no, I never heard that before. He, and he gets so mad at me. He's like, dude, we've talked about this a hundred times. Why is he acting like a chick, man? I we know. Don't seriously. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I'll give you, I'll tell you, he's got yeah, two dude, kids. Yeah, he's I know. Two he's two got kids. two boys that are just a little younger than mine. Um, can you give me first letters? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, there's no way that I'll remember. Probably not. Uh, am I allowed to text him? No, no. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Why am I asking you if I can do that? I'm not on video. Do, 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 do. You got five seconds. Five, four, three. Give it a go. Give it a go. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I forget. Oh, didn't even try, folks. Ethan, Ethan and Dylan. Dylan, oh my God. My youngest is named Ethan as well. See, that's strong. Ethan and Dylan, those are strong names. That's why you knew that. Well, no, I knew it because I asked him ahead of time. I didn't like go research online. I just texted him. All right. So one of two, you're still in the game. We're both in the game. So you're good. Hey, I'm batting 500. I'm a a Hall of Famer. (laughs) It's pretty good for now. For now. (laughs) Um, What is his favorite alcoholic beverage? Did we lose Israel? Um, <laughs> no. I. Uh, what is his favorite? Alcohol? I'll let you. You can guess. It doesn't have to be the exact brand. It can be, oh. you know, the silo of whatever it is, right? Um, I'll go with. S- beer? What? Beer? And you should have said what you were thinking. Scotch, 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 Scotch. Oh, McAllen actually. I, I, oh, no, that's specific. right. I do know that. I did know that. Okay. Yeah, that's all I he's doing. But that's not the answer you gave. You don't have to apologize to me. You I apologize said beer, which beer. There's no such thing as beer, and I should get another go around on that. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. So, one for three. Hey, still batting 333. That's Pretty good in baseball. Hall of Famer. Here, my kids playing piano and screaming upstairs, so I'll have to edit that part out, but that's okay. All right. All right. Next question. What is his favorite sport to play? Favorite sport to play? I will go with uh, tennis. He's been playing a lot of tennis. Is that right? And it's actually basketball. 
What? It's his favorite sport to play. It doesn't mean he can do it anymore. Then, then uh, why doesn't he play basketball? Like, come on, what's up with that? Well, my favorite sport to play is basketball too, but that was back when I could. Um, maybe he's just out of shape now. Oh no, man, he's not. Or Achilles or something. I mean, he's like forty, right? That's that's he, basketball he ain't is, so easy. You like don't get 40. up as easy. Yeah. So, man, dude, you started out so strong, and <sighs> you've just taken a nosedive. All right. Here's an easy one. What's his favorite sport to watch? Um, f- uh, give me a little hint here. I'm going to go with, uh, <laughs> you know, I might as well go with basketball. And football, <laughs> what you were about to say, this happened with a scotch. And I could tell what you were going to say, but you didn't go with your instinct. And I got to tell you, Israel, okay. you should go with your instincts every single time. Okay. So how does this make sense? He His favorite sport is basketball, but he plays tennis. His favorite sport to play is basketball, but his favorite sport to watch is football. What's up with this? He's confused. Totally makes sense. I prefer watching no football sense. over basketball, even though I prefer playing basketball because if I ever try to play football, I would die, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, I totally get it. I totally get it. And what I get the most is that it makes it harder for you to get the right answer. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm all about it. All right. What, what's Matt's favorite color? Oh. <laughs> what's his favorite color? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I, I would say, I would say hot pink, but I'm going to go with blue. Oh, you nailed it, buddy. Oh, you see that? You see how, hey, well let me I ask you a question. Guy? What color are your eyes? Are they blue? Is that why? Mine, his favorite color is blue? That's why I know it. I knew it. It's when he gazed into those eyes that became his favorite color. That's right. Exactly. It used to be <laughs> hot pink. Thank God my eyes aren't hot pink. Oh, you got lucky there. All right. You basically got to you, you got to nail them all right now. You got two right. You need I'm, four I'm more. Five or two for six? You oh. got to get the rest of them right pretty much. Okay, yikes. All right. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. All right. Who does he think is smarter between the two of you? A lot of a lot of A and B choices here. Who's smarter between the two of you? Would he say um, himself or will he say you? I I know what he would say. I I think he's inaccurate, but I I think he would say me. And he said he was waste. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. No, he said you. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> All right. You got that one right, buddy. You stay into the game here. There you go. Okay. Who is better at soft tissue grafting? What did Matt say? Did he say he was or did he say you were? You see, this, this is how I know I, I can look at Matt's heart. And I know uh, that, mm-hmm. he, again, I think he's inaccurate, but I think he's going to say me because I, I could hear him saying it. Yeah, he was boring and nice about this. Yeah. I told him I was going to lie, but I'm not going to do it. Right. <laughs> Who is better with implants? Whoa. Okay, I that's that's a tough one. I don't. Um, Who did he implants? say? How would somebody? Who did he implants? say is better with implants? <sighs> hmm. Did, was he being a dick, or was he being? <laughs> Nice on this one. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't miss one more, right? No, you gotta get it. You gotta get it right. Um, is there another one of those like questions? Could be. Could maybe, oh. maybe not. Okay. I, I, I can't, again, I, can't I, tell you. I, I think just because I, this has been on a roll, and I'm gonna think that he continued the roll again. I think he's inaccurate. But did he say me? He did say you. Oh. And this makes me question y'all's friendship because usually guys are big dicks to each other. We just yeah, tear no, each other apart. 
but but the problem was he would sound like an a-hole if he did that so <laughs> i kind of get it all right last question and this last is a big one. one hey so this how many do it. i have right this is it if you well, you get five right now so if you get this one right you win was it wrong the, this worked out really well by the way didn't we have um, an over under five yeah no, no no if you yeah if you get if you get it right then i have to put the post out mm. if you Remember, I changed it on the last second. It was supposed yeah, to be five, yeah, and I changed course. it six last second because right. I'm a dick. So, um, but I'm smart. I'm smart. So, but this makes it really interesting. Okay. This is for the whole shebang. Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Are you? No. Okay. I didn't think you were. This is going to be a really hard one. If you know this, it's going to be weird that you know it. What is Matt's middle name? Oh, I do know it. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh. Jonah? Who? Uh, j- is that your final answer? No, no, no. Hold on. It, it, Am I just messing with you now? It, it, Am I yes, making you question? Is it, if, if um, shit, were you messing with me? I don't know. Would I do something like that? Probably. Did I do something like that? We'll have to find out. That would be so cruel if you did something like that and I changed my answer and that was right. That's true. Which oh, that'd be cruel. Um, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stick with it. What is it? Jonah. Jonah? All right, I'm going to play a song that's going to tell us his last name. You ready? Are you ready? No. Delilah? No. <laughs> There we go. Oh, so close. One letter off. His no. name is Jonas. His middle name I, is Jonas, I, not Jonah. I have a lisp. I Boom. can't see my ass. Nope, nope. I have it recorded. I will go back and check. And if it does say, <laughs> you did say Jonas, I'll change it to Jonah. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> you lose by one letter, my friend, oh my which God. means, yay, I get to post an embarrassing picture of you. And I would encourage you. To do the right thing and post that same picture of oh, you. Well, I don't know what picture you're referring to. Oh, that's okay. I'll post it up. I'll tag you in it. Don't worry about that <laughs> on this crazy Instagram thing you were talking about. But what a fantastic way to finish out the episode. It was a nail biter and you blew it by one letter. It was, man, that was close. I could give it to you, but I'm not gonna. Oh, but this thanks for playing the game. The Jay Periody went. This is exactly. the booze this time. Last time I had an excuse. This time it's it's one o'clock. I got you no know. Excuse. I think it lubes you up, and maybe you know you wouldn't have. Dude, you second guessed yourself twice where you had the right answers, and you yeah. would have just blown this away. Yeah. And I would have had to throw my life. questions at the end just to make sure you lost, anyways, because I would never do anything like that. This ever. one episode is a story of my life. I my <laughs> my, my team uh, for Boss Day this week. Uh, my team got uh, a really cool T-shirt I posted, but they also sent uh, two two of my uh, team members gave me another T-shirt that said, "Hold on, let me overthink this." And, uh, yeah, so here it is in one episode. <laughs> Hold on, let me overthink this. Oh man, that's why in in college instead of studying, I was like, I'll just guess and go with my first instinct. That's right. Almost sixty <laughs> percent of the time, it works every time, and uh, would have served you well this time, but did not. But. Uh, that was fun, man. Thanks for thanks for having the guts to play that. Guys, be looking for this awesome picture that will probably go up today to announce the episode that will probably be out. Well, I'm saying today, but you'll hear it. I'm, I'm a dumbass. So um, <laughs> if you're looking for that, uh, go back a day after this post and check out that picture. Um, Israel, do you have any other courses coming up soon? 
Uh, you know, we have a few coming up. We have some really, really cool ones uh, in the process. Yeah, we, we get asked a lot on soft tissue courses, and those are going to be coming up. They probably would have been right about now, but there's this little virus thing that took control of that. So yeah. it's going to be 2021 for soft tissue. Uh, we do have some more ideas, which, uh, frankly, one of them is going to blow people's minds. It's, uh, it's going to be a good one. And well, I love saying. nothing more than get my mind blown. So I'll go. be looking for that one. And it, you just set the bar pretty high. So yeah, I'll call you out if it's too high. Man. I don't know. You just did. That was your bad. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm so glad we finally get to do this. I'm sorry that uh, the podcast kind of took a, <laughs> a break all of a sudden. But uh, thanks for being awesome and, and jumping on uh, with my random scheduling and all that. So well, thanks for doing this because I uh, I listen and I always laugh a lot when I listen to it. So it's a good Thanks, one. Man. Appreciate that, dude. Well, guys, make sure to be checking Instagram and surgicalinfluence.com. Is that correct? That correct website? Yes, sure. And the Surgical Influence uh, Instagram page too. Yeah. And Surgical Influence Instagram page to see this mind-blowing upcoming courses or in online stuff and whatever the hell he's talking about it, that is going to blow your mind. So be some sort of hybrid of something, which is really exciting. So again, thank you, Dr. Israel Putterman for joining us. And we'll catch you guys next time on the All In Podcast. For all you shown us This is how we feel Come sit next to me Pour yourself some tea Just like grandma made When couldn't bite sleep Things were better then Once but never again We've all left the den And tight right Choo-choo train left right on